0: Going in three two vincent tozo big ox face, my main man fifty grand
1: yes sir zero. what's happening what isn't it's happening <laughs> it's tough, it's tough times man, tough times, touch and go here at the tozo house
0: yeah it, it's it's pretty much the same way, and uh. Casa de la Reed as well, where it's touching (laughs) Joe. It's, uh, yeah. Trying not to kill each other and trying not to kill your kids uh, while being home for four months. Dude. They should give out medals at the end of this. Seriously,
1: you know, like, I feel like this is, like, what – parenthood is supposed to be is like supposed to be with your kids all the time but like it's not man we were not built for you're not built to be with your family 24 hours a day it's it's kind of crazy to think about but everyone's supposed to like go to their own corners for eight hours a day and go to school and go to work it's it's wild it really is
0: (laughs) oh man uh yeah i don't know how um People function. you know, it's, it's crazy because you're at work and you hate work so much, you're like, "Oh my God, this is absolutely brutal because you're there for eight hours, probably more, and then you come home and it's like, "Oh, I see my family for two hours before everybody goes to sleep, and then I'm back at work. Yeah, past three
1: or four months,
0: there hasn't been that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking for reasons to stay logged into work.) <laughs> It's, it's not, it's, it, it really is crazy, man. I don't – you know, because you feel like when you're going to work and I travel like an hour each way, you feel like you don't see your kid enough. And then you go through this and you're like, uh, Jesus, like I am seeing everyone too much. <laughs> and then, you know, in like a week or two, we were going to send our kids back to dinner for a little bit, you know, a couple days a week. And I'm like, did I appreciate it enough while I was doing it? You're always questioning yourself. It's like you never, you don't have the answer.
0: I'm, uh, don't jump ahead of me, man. We're going to talk about parenthood and having the answers as fathers in a second. But um,
1: well, we don't, don't have th- the answers. So you can just stop right there. You can just you're stop. Right. End the of the show. Know? You're absolutely right.
0: <laughs> no answers. I wanted to cheers you before you uh, took that to the face. Oh, there you go. Hey. hey. Uh, happy Father's Day or post-Father's Day. Uh,
1: how Same was, to you. How was that? How did that treat you? It was good. I, uh, my, uh, Kristen let me go play golf in the morning with some friends. She took the kids down social distance, see her there for a few hours, and then just came home and hung out, and my sister came, I hadn't seen Brianna in, four or five months. She went down to Florida during most of the time with my parents. So I've not seen her uh, in about four or five months. I haven't seen, you know, my parents in a lot longer. So she came up for the first time. So I was able to see her and, and give her a hug on Father's Day, which, you know, that was nice. I don't, even if it was like a normal Father's Day, I don't, I'm not, you know, extra, you know, give me food that I like and let me relax. <laughs> that's, that's basically my life, man. If I'm good, if I get that, I'm good.
0: It, I, I love the wording that you used. You said, "Yeah,
1: Kristen, let me." <laughs> uh, well, don't, don't don't put it that way. First of all, she's in the next room, so let's 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 let's, let's keep it. Let's, let's, let's be real. She doesn't normally I ask to go play golf. She's very cool with it. You know, you know, five or six hours with the kids alone. When she knows i'm out having fun with some friends is not always the easy, but she allows me to do it so i'm gonna <laughs> i'll leave it there like she let me
0: i I'm laughing because uh I was supposed to do this uh this social media like uh, experiment for father's day, and it the one of the questions was you know what are your five things, five gifts you would tell somebody not to give you for Father's Day? So I wanted to play that game with you. What would be your advice to your family for Father's Day gifts? To, to get me or to
1: not get me?
0: To not get you.
1: To not to get me. To not you. get me. Five gifts to not get me. Man. <laughs> she can hear me, man. So, all right. I, I'm going to be honest with you, all right? <laughs> Like, for Father's Day, and I'm going to say the same thing for Mother's Day, okay? So I'm going to – just she can hear me. But I'm going to say, the, you know, the number one thing, as sick as it sounds, is, is you want – you don't want, like, a full day with the family. <laughs> you want some alone time. You want some alone time. Just a few hours. I love kids. I love my wife. But, you know, you want alone time um, to not get me. Don't get me, like, socks and ties and stuff. I don't, I don't need that. I don't want that. I feel like that's just – you just find something because you don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> um, five things, man. You don't got to give me five. Just, you can run off. No. You said socks and – I mean, those two things for sure. That's tough, too, because if it comes from your kids, you got to act like you want it. We got little ones, too. So if they make you something, it's, like, the best thing ever. So Here's where I disagree. Don't make me food that I don't like. I hear you. You're going to give me, like, food, like a meal. Don't make something that I like. I hear you. One of the things
0: that uh I wrote down on my list was, uh don't give me something that you can use. Like, don't come <laughs> to me with a box of crayons. I don't want 64 crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything with sixty-four crayons.
1: Get that one for me. Like redo like a like a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you can use it too. Yeah, all right.
0: Don't you, oh, I got you a nice charger. I have six of them. I don't I don't need this because you don't have one or kids need a uh, charger for the pads. Uh, yeah. Don't don't get me something that you could use. My other thing was uh I know I have, my daughter's two years old, and I wanted to do like a, 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 like a parody, gift-giving thing. And I wanted her to like bring me like, just this basket of stuff that I didn't even ask for, for me like to be like, oh my God, how thoughtful. Like you, oh, thank you. <laughs> and, and like and it'd just be a bag of stuff that I, like I don't need cheese, so it'd be like a, ba- a basket of cheeses.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, you don't eat cheese for real? I didn't know that. I, I eat it on pizza. I, uh, here's I where, know you don't eat. I know you don't eat cheese. You're a pain in the ass about that.
0: Here's where my Italian heritage comes in. I only eat it on Italian dishes. Okay.
1: So you only eat what's up? <laughs>
0: there it is. But um. Yeah, man. Father's Day is always one of those things. Comedians always make jokes. Chris Rock has a sketch that says, you know, all we want is the big piece of chicken. Like, that's yeah. being left alone. Tiffany actually asked me one day, like, what would be a good day for you? And I asked, it sounded so cheesy when I said it, but I was like, you know, a day at home in front of the PlayStation. Just yeah. like in basketball shorts would be like
1: a spa day for me. Well, I mean, you know, I haven't put on pants with a button. I told you since March 20th, and that's a fact. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You give me something, some good food, and some alone time. I'm set. Like I'm good. I don't. And it doesn't even have to be like, you know, fifty hours of alone. Like I would give me a couple hours, and I'm good.
0: Yeah, you don't get it
1: anymore, and you certainly don't get it now when everyone's home together, twenty-four hours a day.
0: My my son, um, I love him to death. I really do. Um, He he's on a turtle turtle Ninja Turtles binge right now, and I think I've watched uh, every version of Ninja Turtles two or three times, all the way through. Right now, he's on a, the movie kick, so he's watching uh, Secret of the Ooze. Wait, the old ones? Like the old? ones we grew up with? Yes. All right. Yeah, that's, well, that's, only okay. because, oh, that's only because I introduced the old ones to him, because he kept having me watch the CGI and the cartoons. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I let him watch the second one, and it again, bless his heart, but I've seen the movie, I don't know how many times, and I've rewatched it with him, I don't know how many times. And every time he <laughs> watches it, it's like, Daddy, 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 look, look, look. <laughs> like it's the first time he's seen it. Like, eh. <laughs> the first, first few times it was cute. You're like, oh, man, he's really into this. Like around the 10th time,
1: you're like, I watched this the same amount of times you did. You know what's yeah. coming? I know what's You've coming. You've got to make a joke out of it, man. Like, I'll walk in now, and, and my daughter will be watching Frozen you know, 17,000 times. And I'll walk in the room and be like, oh, what, what are you watching? And she'll be like, Frozen. I'll be like, oh, yeah? Have we seen this one? She's like, yeah, Daddy, we've seen this. You got to make a joke out of it, man, because it's, you, can, you know what? You're not going to stop watching it. It doesn't matter.
0: And he'll, he'll give me, like, some, he'll give me some grace and be like, okay, can I watch Transformers? But that's just the, the, another binge because then it'll, it'll be Transformers like one night he asked me to watch it I'm not making this up he asked me to watch it three times back to back I was like you don't want to give it a rest you don't want to
1: save it for tomorrow you gotta the grass is always greener though man at least you're watching some like live action movies we don't they don't watch anything but like anime like Toy Story mm. Moana, like nothing but animated movies
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw his grandparents under the bus. They're the ones that got him onto Transformers. He hooked line and synced him, and he was at the house and said, "Hey, can you put it on Amazon?" And because he knows the names of the different things now. He can you try Netflix? Can you put it on Amazon?
1: I'm like, <laughs> bougie kid that I raised. He knows. <laughs> yes, they know all apps, man. I don't even have cable anymore. They know. They know. My kids walk." TV when, I'm, when they want to watch something because they think it's a touch screen. So they're walking to the TV <laughs> and they're swiping and I'm pushing the button on the, on the remote and my son thinks that he's actually moving <laughs> the thing to move it to the next episode. It's, it's crazy. This, it's a totally different world, man.
0: Yeah. It, uh, this is a spur-of-the-moment question but in terms of like iPad or TV time or whatever have you, what do you like do you have a certain gauge in terms of, all right, you can only do this for a certain or is it, get out of my face, do this until you don't bother me anymore?
1: We don't, we don't do that, and I'll give, I will give Christian all the credit in the world for this one. So we don't, the iPad actually never comes out unless okay. we're on a long road trip or on an airplane, and they know okay. that. And they don't, you know, maybe sometimes they'll, they'll go to try to go get it because they know where it is, but we'll say put it away, and that's that. Like, it's never a problem. It's TV, it, to be perfectly honest with you, it was never really a problem during when it was, you know, normal. Things. They wouldn't watch TV in the morning. It would be out of the door so early. They'd maybe get an hour, hour and a half after school. Um, now, being home, I I'm really have to be plugged in for, like, most of the day. So it's really – Kristen works, but it's fallen on her to kind of keep them occupied. Mm. So, you know, what we really try to, we try to stick to maybe an hour, hour and a half in the morning and then like the same thing in the afternoon. Um, sometimes it's just longer than that just because if Chris gets busy and she has to be logged into, you know, you got to put him in front of the TV. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's TV time, screen time, iPad, nothing. You know, we really try not to get too easy. Like today, I had to go out in the afternoon. So I had to put them in front of the TV right when they got up from there. But then I tried to log off from work or take them outside for a while. We try. We're trying, trying to keep it. You know, we don't want them in front of the TV. You know, eight hours a day—that's for sure. Uh,
0: you make me sound like a horrible parent because I'm just. Like, you can't do that,
1: man. Everyone's different. You gotta. You gotta get through. Man. We're, we're, it's 24 hours a day. You gotta. And and I will say this. And again, she can hear me. She will drive herself nuts to not have them watch that much TV rather than just say, screw it and put them on TV. She will, she'll, she'll make, she'll drive herself nuts just to try to not, you know, have them that much TV time. Cause we used to do it. We used, used to be, you know, get up, put it on. And that was it. But we just try to get away from it.
0: See, and I, and when I spoke to you earlier about, uh, the conversation we'll be having up here, if you haven't figured out yet, it's pretty much all about fatherhood and uh, being a parent. Um, Will Smith said, there's no manual. They kind of just throw you out there. And it's like, all right, here you go. Um, My son, because he's doing uh, ABC mouse and like educational stuff, will you let him use the iPad for that? And then he'll get slick. When no one's looking because he knows how to maneuver it, he'll pull yeah. up a few kids and then you go back in the room. It's like he hasn't mastered the two screen approach yet where you can yeah, how to... <laughs> go back. But um, we let him use it primarily for ABC mouse and education. And I'd be lying to you and tell you that that's all it's used for because it's not.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like it? It's not. Hey, yeah, but I... you know, I talked to, I was actually, talking about this with my mom the other day, and my mom was like, look, when you were growing up, I put, I put your ass in a playpen in front of the TV. <laughs> it's not, you know, she's like, that's what I did, and that's what most parents did. Like, did, no parents back in the day, from our parents going backwards, spent as much with their kids as we do. That's a fact. It's just, it's, just, it's a fact, it's a fact. Fathers, no chance. You know, it's just a fact. It's just things, the way things, you know, like we turned out, all right, I watched, my mother was like, I, you watched more TV than, than you and your sister were just in there watching TV while I got things She's like, I don't, you know, I think you guys are okay. Dude, and especially now, you just got to get through it. It's not, like, I don't, I would never, I wouldn't judge parents before this because I don't know what kids, what their kids are like. Bring this. As long as everyone makes it out alive, <laughs> it's, it's all good, man.
0: Is that's, it, a, it's that, a, that's, a, that's true. That's fine going off.
1: You, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a TV involved. I bet there's a screen involved. <laughs> I bet there's a screen involved. I Dude, I when I start crying about, like, what TV show is going to be picked, I, I lose my mind. That's when I, I – I, like, if we shut the TV off and they start, like, that's when I get angry. I'm like, are you guys actually crying <laughs> over, over the fact that I turned Paw Patrols off in the middle? It's crazy, man. What we've,
0: what we've been doing as of recently, uh, we put the timer on the TV, and I give, my, I give them a warning. Like, when the TV yeah. goes off, that's it. And it's helped, but it's not like, because, my, no. my, again, my son, um, the whiz, that he is, and I put Wiz, nice, nice. An <laughs> evil genius. When the uh, alert comes up that it's about to go off, he'll run out of room. Like TV's about to go off. Like we didn't need the announcement. Thank you. But that's his way of saying, "Can you extend the time?" Extend <laughs> 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 it. That's his way of saying, yeah. uh, "Can you extend it a little bit more?" Yeah. But yeah. Um, I remember distinctly growing up, my father got rid of me and my brother all the time. It was, go with your mother to the hair salon. Go with your mother to the nail salon. Go with your mother to the museum. I'm like, what are you doing? You get all this free time. Like,
1: now. He's he's the father. (laughs) Exactly. Now you get it. Now you get it. He was a smart man. He knew what he was doing. Now, I'm like, this guy, what he had, he was a genius genius because if, if, if they didn't if you didn't go with her to the hair salon going to be home with him
0: uh-huh. hey, yeah <laughs> listen, listen, listen I'm sure you love your kids just as much as I do uh, yeah. their days I think it might have been yesterday or today. today they were just days where you just your kids wake up and they say to each other today's the day we're going to test them we're going to push them to the brink today. That's going to be, that's good. when we wake up, from the time we wake up <laughs> until we go back. To the, that's, the, that's the plan. We're going to push them to the point of either a,
1: a, a heart attack yeah. or an aneurysm. <laughs> to lose it. I, we come down here some mornings because, like, I'm telling you, when, when we would be out of here early, we'd be out of the house. I would leave for work, and my wife would leave to take the daycare by seven a.m. So now we come down for breakfast, and like I'm looking at the two of them, like, how are you both in such bad mood already? Like you just slept for twelve hours. You should be so happy, and you're both whining and crying already about like the fact that I don't have Paw Patrol uh, waffles anymore. I got Mickey Mouse waffles. Like, like that's what set you off. That's a it's, game it's, it's,
0: it's, <laughs> so, it's crazy, crazy.
1: It's, it's crazy the things that you notice now being being around them for you know said twenty four hours a day. that's it
0: my uh I always knew my son had a uh, food preferences I'll put it lightly food preferences, and what I mean by that is he's a fucking elitist who thinks that yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: a fucking elitist. <laughs> <laughs> is, because his his daddy's not so easy with food either so let let's 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 take it easy on him
0: the, my problem is hey, please, no cheese all right you meet that request <laughs> i'm easy <laughs> i'm easy <laughs> what, is, what does he want lobster uh, worse like he's he's specific to the point of like French toast is his thing. but he doesn't want. The Wonder Bread French Toast. No, no, no. He wants the big old Texas Toast <laughs> French Toast, and it can't have syrup. It has to have powdered the the confectioner sugar. So, like, if he like, we only we don't put that much on. We put it in a little uh, like the seasoning bottle. So it comes, <laughs> like, yeah. You put a little bit on it. He'll come back and be like, can I have some more? And then like you. It'll be one piece that may have gotten like the the overpour, and he's like, I didn't ask for this much. Like, (laughs) but the way he does it, it, it's not, I didn't ask for this much, it's he'll come in and he'll be like, Um, I asked for powdered sugar, not this much sugar, and like he'll point to the plate and be like, Can you take care of this? I'm like, Well, you made (laughs) that,
1: yo. It's funny, it's funny when it's not your kid. <laughs> because, like, to me, I'm like, all right, my man just knows what he wants. But if it was my kid, I would I would wipe the top of the, the French toast under my arm and then give it back to him. Be like, okay, now <laughs> the powdered sugar's off. Now you got now what you want. Is that good? <laughs> and he's a kid, and he's probably they're – still, they're still not that smart. He would go eat it.
0: Oh my goodness. AJ. That's funny. What is one of the things um what are one of the things in parenthood that you're going that you're going through now that you either wish someone told you before or you wish there was like a quick resource to look up right like right now?
1: Right now it's kind of funny because so You know, I feel like the stuff we're going through with them day to day is is stuff that I I expected after having, you know, been a father for a few years. Mm. But, you know, the fact that they're so different, you know, Sienna, Sienna went through a lot of changes at a young age, whether it be moving, changing daycares, having a brother. I mean, she went through a lot of changes in her first three years of life. Mm. Um, But she was always, knock on wood, she was always a good sleeper. Like, just always a good sleeper. You know, we'd have little bumps in the road. And, and right now it's a bump in the road with Dean, but it's driving me nuts because Dean is a good listener and he is a good sleeper when he goes to sleep. But now we'll, I'll put him to bed or Kristen will put him to bed and we'll have to go into his room without exaggerating, you know, maybe five or six times before he'll go to sleep. And now what started very recently is that we'll have to go in his room and we have, we have him, he's still in a crib, so he can't get out of the bed. We'll go in his room, you know, the other night it was like seven times in the middle of the night, in, in like the span of an hour.
0: Mm. Like
1: we'll go in and leave, and then he'll just start whining and jumping around again. And that kind of stuff, it's, I know that we should have expected it, but you have the first one that's so good. You don't expect it, you're like, oh, be that way, you know, forever. And then when you get it, you're like, like kids are different but it's like man i wish <laughs> I had the resources like how to you know i and even the other night i could go back to sleep and googling you know two almost through old sleep progression like what's the problem and it's all normal stuff I and mean, they're growing up they have things going on in their mind but it drives you nuts but it's I, I guess, like, it's not – it's just, like, a, a general overall thing. Like, I wish, you know, you, you had, like, a uh, <laughs> like a brochure on how to handle things when you got to certain ages. Like, okay, okay, we'll do this, and that'll fix the problem, which obviously no one has. And if someone does out there, please send it to me. Yeah, send it right um, over. Please. Send it over. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, because it, it, I guess my thing is, like – the whole thing with parenting is like expect the unexpected. So there's not a whole lot that happens that I'm like shocked by. Cause I'm like, I guess this could happen. Every kid is different, but this kind of stuff just drives you nuts, especially like me and my wife value our sleep. We love sleep. <laughs> and, and when I'm off at like 3am and I can't go back to sleep after that point that I get like, I get angry.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the sleep thing, um, Caden and Callie are two different animals. Callie, like, jokingly will say night-night and lay down on the floor and, like, pretend to be snoring. But you leave her there for long enough, and she'll, she'll knock out and, like, knock <laughs> <get> it out. <laughs> Caden, oh, man, you said five or six times, and that might have been, like, an outlier experience, maybe, for Dean. Caden? Yeah. Nightly has... Oh, can I um can I get eye drops? Oh, it, it, like he, he makes an announcement of everything. Um, I'm just going to poop. Okay? why why, why did you tell us? Why were you gonna tell us? Like any excuse he can Can I have some um can I have some water? Can I get some eye drops? You didn't put the cream on my like I, I didn't take my Shut up and go to sleep. Like just stop with our,
1: Stop with the mechanics. As tough. as to tough. That's the older one for you. That's tough. But you know what? Also his daddy was a night owl, as thank far you. as I can remember. Okay. You, didn't, you didn't sleep at night. You slept during the day. You would take, like, cat naps, man. So you got no one to blame but yourself for that one. Th- thank you for uh,
0: basically <laughs> saying this falls on me and my job. <laughs> it's you. all your fault. I, I appreciate you for basically <laughs> telling me, screw yourself.
1: Um, are you a fan of Billions? No, I I've heard that it's good. I've never I've never watched it.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I'm going to play
0: a little clip from Billions from you because I want to have a little uh, back and forth cuz it's about uh parenting, so to speak. Okay. Uh I'm just going to set the clip up for you just so you know what happens before I play it. Uh basically, this uh billionaire's son is in this really prestigious school and um he, he shuts the power off in the town because he, he's uh, doing his project with his friends. He shuts the power down and the school is getting ready to expel him. So his dad's trying to figure out, okay, well, what dirt can I get on the dean of the school to make sure like my kid stays in the school? So this is a conversation that he has with his therapist about the situation. Let me know if you can hear it before.
1: Here? No. I mean, I can hear the noise, but I can't hear like specific conversation. All right. So,
0: he basically, he basically asked the therapist, well, he says, I have everything I need to take this therapist out. Like, am I doing the right thing, so to speak, to not screw my kid's life up anymore? And she t- basically tells him that there's two choices. Um, you can be uh, a, hard, a hard parent his whole life, and it's something that he may have to deal with. And they use the term, like, he'll develop a drinking habit because you, like, you're so hard on him. Or you can be the intervening parent, and you have to do it basically for the rest of his life. Jumping in, fixing his problems, all that other stuff. Yeah. How do you think, or what do you think about those two options for your kids? Because you, both of us, we have one boy, one girl. How do you uh, think yeah. you fit in that scenario? Are you do you feel like you would be more the uh, intervening for the rest of their life, or the the hard the hard um the hard parent that's like, no, you got to learn these lessons. And we can talk about them once you get these lessons. I, <clears throat> I,
1: I can say honestly with confidence that I would be, you know, the one that would be hard on the kid, you know, not intervening. And, and I say that because that's the way my parents were. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, I don't know a hundred percent, but I feel like that's the way my wife's parents were. So I think that's the way that we, we will treat our kids because, no one ever intervened, or if I got in trouble in school, it wasn't, okay, well, what did the teacher do? You know, mm-hmm. it was no, what did you do wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, the person of authority is telling us that you did something wrong. What did you do? You know, so, and, and even now, like with simple things, my daughter does a Zoom class at 1030 every morning for a half hour. And I watch her. She's in the, my office with me. I don't say a word. I let it all go. If she's not paying attention, the teacher will say, pay attention. You know, I don't say a word. I don't want to be that parent. Mm. I, they got to learn things on their own. I will guide them and help them as much as I can along the way. But if you intervene and you make things better, you make things go away, they don't ever learn right from wrong. What, I mean, number after, one.
0: After he, uh, she gives him those two different scenarios about the two different paths that he could, um, the son could take. He then says, but do I have the stomach to let him fall? And that's the part that, like, kind of hit me hard because I, I, I was thinking about it like you at first. I'm like, nah, man, you got to learn these lessons. And you got to go through life and learn these lessons, but we can talk about what you learned once you went through it. And yeah. I'm also thinking, like, do I have the heart to let you, like, do something that's going to like, cause this, in this instance, it was being expelled, not being suspended. Yeah. It was being expelled. So it was okay. Well, do I let you get expelled or do I step in and try to like get you
1: a suspension or something like that? Like I, I, I'm with you. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. I hear you. And I, and I, it, it's, it's tough. And do you have the stomach for it? Because y- you have the power to not let your child fail or, or be hurt. But at the same time, I think the whole lesson is – and, look, I'm not saying that it would be easy for me, and I'm not even saying that if this happened 20 years down the road that I'd be able to do it. But my whole thing is that if you or if I help them, I'm hurting someone else. Yeah. So if I'm taking someone else down because I'm just trying to get my kid off, even though I know my kid was in the wrong, I'm, I'm all wrong. I'm not teaching any lessons. I'm hurting someone else. My kid literally does not know what's right and wrong because I, he just thinks he can do anything and get off. So, I mean, my, my hope is that I would do the right thing and just let them learn their lesson, which being expelled is terrible. Someone losing their job because I'm trying to get my kid not expelled. I would say is even worse,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, but again, it, it is, it's a tough question. I don't, you know, I would like to think that I would do the right thing there and, and, and let my kid learn his lesson, but it's tough. I mean, if you have the means to, to, to get your kid off and to help your kid out, okay, you have the stomach to let them. I would like to think that I do. And right now, they're both driving me nuts. So right now, I can say <laughs> that I would. But, but it's not always going to be that way. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. <laughs>
0: You you mentioned like how you were raised and I feel like one of the things that uh, got us close was not only how we were raised, but like how we saw life and how we view life. And there are too many similarities between how you were brought up and how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. And I remember in college when, we had that issue at the house. I was shitting bricks when my father came up because I was like, uh, "Cause I thought I, I thought I had it handled." Yeah. Without uh, bringing him involved, but when he came up, I remember uh, we went and saw a public defender first, and the guy basically was, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, uh, we can, we can let you do about like uh, thirty days or whatever have you, and." My father was like, nope, see if you can get a uh, number to an actual attorney because I'm not going to like sit here and have a public defendant tell me that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Instances like that where it was like I knew he was mad at me,
1: yeah.
0: it was like, okay, well, it wasn't, he didn't extreme. He didn't kill anybody or he didn't like rob a joint. Like Some underage kid said they were drinking at his house. Like, and the thing about that whole thing uh, to me was him asking me what happened and me having to tell him like a little child what happened and him being like, okay, I believe that. I believe you. If that's what you said happened, I believe you. Yeah. How are we going to like work this out? Yeah. And I don't know how I, I again, when in front of other people, you got a show face, I protect you in front of the world. Yeah. If if you're dead wrong, not dead wrong, but I'll protect you in front of the world. But when we get in private, I'll chew you out later. But that was what I got from his approach. Was like, look, yeah, you messed up pretty bad, (laughs) but I'll deal with you behind closed doors (laughs) when no one's (laughs) looking. For now, let's get let's get a lawyer who can uh a sponge just from your record so it doesn't keep you from getting a yeah. job or anything. So I was like, okay, when I saw that episode, that's where it took me back to. And I'm like, yeah, man, uh, I feel like, I would be like, you have to learn this lesson.
1: Like, it sucks. But- <laughs> it, it does, but you also, I, I think, like, the, the, it's also, like, the level of what, whatever the accusation is. Like, in this case, first of all, when you tell your father what happened, I think any father's going to, believe what his son says you, you just you can't assume your son's a liar unless you really know your son he's older and he's just had a history of lying which I know you didn't and I know the relationship you had with your dad so he's got to assume you're telling him the truth and then you gotta like it's also common sense like when the guy says 30 days you gotta look at him and be like look man like they were having a party it's like it wasn't no one died like <laughs> no <laughs> one got hurt like it was you know, you know, you got to have some level of common sense. So I think it, it all varies, too. Like, that compared to, like, your kid getting kicked out of school for, you know, for whatever he had done. I think it all varies. But I think it, it starts based on trust. You know your kid. Yeah. You know if your kid's telling you the truth. If you know your kid was wrong, way wrong, I think it's different than if you know your kid was maybe wrong, but, like, it was just a, a, an honest mistake. Yeah. You know, I think, so it all, it all varies. I, and, and you hope you have a good enough relationship with your son that if you do let him take the fall and learn his lesson, because I think that's where the problem is. I think a father will, you know, scratch and claw to get them out of it because they're afraid that if they let their son learn their lesson, the relationship's over. mm you know, so you got to hope you have a hard, you know, a, a good enough relationship with your son that if, if I'm like, look, man, you, you, did, you did the crime, now you got to do the time. You know, you, you, you screwed up bad. You're going to get kicked out of school, and, you know, we'll figure it out, and I'll support you, and we'll figure it out. But this, you were wrong, you know? In,
0: in that instance of uh, the show Billions, I would have let him get kicked out because that's not like nothing you can't bounce back from. No, you can figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, that's not the end of the world. Um, Which leads me to ask you, and I'm going to play not devil's advocate, but uh, suppose, and we'll say worst case scenario, um, I've been on a law and order binge (laughs) as of late, but let's say Sienna's in college. She gets, uh, she's and I'm, go, I'm extreme, so... Are you an SV,
1: is this an SVU episode? Partially. All right. I know. Okay.
0: <laughs> Partially. Let's say she uh, gets in college and she's like this drug kingpin at wherever she goes, and she's just like
1: little uh, Pablo Escobar. Do you... <laughs> this, I mean, this, this, this sounds like something Sienna could be. So... It's not, I'm not reaching outside my comfort zone right now. She's a little, she's, she's a little, I can, I can see this. <laughs> would you, in that case,
0: be like, would you let her, like, if it was, a okay, well, we got you in Central Booking, you got to stay the weekend. Are you letting her stay or are you coming to get her? <laughs>
1: My little girl. I'm coming to get her. I gotta go get her. But if it was Dean, these were... staying there. And it's a, it's dude, bro. It's a double. It's a double standard, and I know that. But it's 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 just I, you know she's my firstborn. She's my little girl. I couldn't let her stay somewhere like that. Him, I'd just be like you stupid ass. <laughs> I, it's just it's a double it's a double standard. I get that, but it it is, and I have to get over it too because I have. I feel like I have certain views on certain things with the two of them as they get older that I have to change because I have a double standard for both of them.
0: When's the last time you've been dead wrong about something when it came to your kids and admitted that you were wrong?
1: Dead wrong about the kids and admitted it. Daily, I guess. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's, I, I don't want to generalize, but I can't think of anything specific, but it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's a lot of things as they've grown up, just the way that you're, you handle certain things because Kristen's done so much more research and read so much more about how to do things with them and how to, you know, how to teach them and how to get them, you know, like, all right, for example, even like when you, when you're, when you're sleep training them, mm. when you are teaching them to sleep, I didn't, I was just like, all right, whatever, man. People say, let them cry it out. So you just put them in the bed and let them cry it out. I'm like that's what you do. Like, I don't, I wasn't putting a lot of effort into it. And she had read books and she learned that like having a, um, you know, a routine before bed helps, you know, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, it's just taking time out of my night, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's stuff like that because like when you're going through it, you're like, all right, this is like ridiculous. Why is this taking forever? But then down the road, you see the fruits of what you've done, mm. you know? And I feel like it's not just sleep training. It's with a lot of stuff. You know, they, she, Christian is very routine oriented. She got them routine oriented and it's with everything, man. Like the last three months with quarantine, they come in the house. Now if they're playing outside, they know they got to put their shoes in the basket and wash their hands. And like. Mm-hmm two-year-olds can wash his hands by himself now. Like it's all that stuff that like, I don't think about, I don't put effort into she's taking the lead. She does it. This is why, you know, she, she's, you know, the, the engine that runs this place. Mm -hmm. So it's, I honestly, it's like a lot of stuff. It's like a daily basis. There's things that I, I don't want to say I'm wrong. I just never give any thought, but she's given a lot of thought to, and it works.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, just today, because this is gonna, this point is gonna lead me to ask you my next question. But just today, um, something as simple as not eating at four years old, I don't understand how Katie can look at his sister devour a plate and just have no inkling or like urge to be like, yeah, I'll eat. So like today's today's fight was eating with the TV on, because we, we, we stopped that. You can't watch TV while you eating, because it'll take you yeah. six hours to eat. Yes. Yeah. So, they he didn't want to eat, and I we turned the TV off. And I'm like, turning into beasts and Beauty and the Beast. Well, eat it! Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, pick it up. Pick up the sandwich you need, and <laughs> eat like, it. your mouth. <laughs> Tim was like, relax. Ignore him and like, like, we were so much better at this parenting yeah. thing because uh, the guys just like, well, then starve, then like, yes, yes.
1: The I'm gonna take it away and throw it in the garbage if you don't eat it in three <laughs> seconds. That's it. You're absolutely right. That would have driven me up a wall,
0: it infuriated me. So, like, which is leading me to my next question What's the wor- like, not worst thing, but what have you threatened your kids with that was like to you, like, all right, that was a little bit much, like? Who was that threat?
1: <laughs> it literally happened like an hour ago. It's so funny <laughs> you ask that question. Because I said it to Kristen in a joking manner, even though I had actually done it and wanted to see what her reaction was. I didn't do anything, but like, so I'm telling you, so we're having trouble putting, <laughs> put, put like Dean's having trouble falling asleep right away. So. I'll put him down to bed I leave his room. And like two seconds later, he's whining and jumping around in his crib. So I go in, I put him back down, leave his room. Five seconds later, he's whining. I go back in. I'm like, look, man, if I have to come back in here again, I'm going to spank you. I'll spank my kids. And I never would. It was just a, a it was an empty threat. So I leave and he's jumping around again. So I'm like, oh, shit. Now I got to go back in here. I'm not gonna. I'm not going hit him. So I go back in and I look at him and I go, "What did I say was gonna happen?" And he looks at me. He goes, "You said you were gonna slap me." And I said, "I didn't say slap. I said spank." And now I'm laughing because I'm like, "This is so. This is so ridiculous." But yeah, that's 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 definitely it. Because I would never. I don't, we, don't hit, we don't hit the kids, and I'm not saying if that's right or wrong, but we don't. So for me to threaten that, it was so stupid. And him at, like, not even three years old yet was funny. He's like, this, this dude ain't going to hit me. Like, it's not, like, what are you, like, let's see it. Dad, come back in here. Let's see what you got. Like, he knows. Because I'll say it to them. Like, uh, you know, they'll hit each other, and I'll be like, do mommy and daddy hit you? And they'll be like, no. So they know. It was such a stupid, empty threat. I was just like, I'm like, what else can I do to get this kid to just fall asleep? So, yeah, that's definitely it. That was an easy the food, one. The food incident today
0: with the whole uh, sandwich thing because it was in Turtles for the seventh million million, <laughs> I said to my kid uh, in a fit of rage at the moment, I'm like, all right, you don't eat? You don't watch Turtles for the rest of the week? Like, just so extreme <laughs> So extreme, like, yeah, not today, but the rest of the week. We we'll won't watch the rest of the week. I don't care.
1: I'll I, I unplug the whole TV. But they on. know. But they know better. I've threatened to rip the TV out of the wall. My daughter, my daughter. These kids are smart. My daughter's so smart. She, she's probably in her head like, you take the TV out of this room, then you you have nothing to keep us occupied, bro. <laughs> like you're not taking the TV out. Like they know. Like that, if you don't put turtles on, I'm going to be up your ass all day.
0: Bro, And it's the knowledge that they have at a certain age to be like, oh, no, I can push that button because I know you won't do it. Or yeah, I can <laughs> do anything. Like my son, uh, I don't know why all his eating frustrates me. And you know what the crazy part is? My parents told me I, I would hold food in my mouth for, and I look up all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I did this to you guys because now I know what that feels like, because him not eating an egg sandwich almost sent me to like <laughs> red zone, and it's, it's stupid. It's an egg sandwich. So like, my thought was, all right, don't eat, won't watch turtle for the rest of the week. And yeah. I like, oh I can't fa- you can't fall through on that. Boy, I was like, that's a bit extreme. Like you said on the brush, she's like, that's extreme. I'm like, yeah, well, no, he needs to learn. And it's like, what does he learn from that? You tell him he can't watch for a week, go back in there an hour later, and what? That's what's on. so funny. Yes. Boy, yeah, man. Uh, I got one last thing before we go. It's a little a little weighty. Okay. Uh, I think you can handle it. Did you see a... Uh, you're a sports guy. Oh, I got an issue before we get weighted. I got an issue with you. How come you didn't tell me black people invented hockey?
1: First of all, <laughs> hockey was invented in Canada, as far <laughs> as I know. And if they invented it in Canada, then God bless them. I don't know who invented the sport, man. I just like it. I played it. I don't, I don't pretend to know the history of it. No, shit.
0: I can't. I can't trust anything I see on the web. But I saw something earlier this week that said, like it was like uh, the Negro League for hockey, and it was like where it got it started. I don't know. I don't fact check up here, so I could be very wrong. But I, just I mean, you personally. could.
1: I know like hockey was like fashioned after lacrosse, which came before. It, and I know like Native Americans played lacrosse. I mean, it's possible. I don't. I don't. I don't discount anything. It's possible. Don't be coming at me like that, though. I don't. Why? 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 Why, why do I have to know the the history of the sport. I was just good playing. at it. Yeah, because you it. You're wearing yes. an LBC hockey hat right now. I'm not. I'm not one of the. I'm not. I'm not historian. <laughs> the fuck. All right.
0: It's not really weighty, but it's a it's a more serious conversation. Did you see uh the thing with Ryan Clark and his son? Yes. it okay? I want to ask you for those that might not know Ryan Clark is a professional was a professional football player now at Sports analyst son was out um at a restaurant and it was called a a racial slur. And Ryan Clark like was breaking down on TV, just like talking about um what he could have done differently. Like he said he did everything what he thought was the right way, taking him out of dangerous neighborhoods, putting him in a certain environment so that he didn't have to go through like a a whole bunch of crap, we'll say. And here it is. He finds himself in a situation where his son is put in a situ uh putting a compromising situation. Like I said, we mean you've uh won the fact that you even on his call or even take my phone calls or text messages a testament to you. I tell Tiffany all the time, I remember the first time I met you, was that uh, the rack house, and they were like, Yeah, there's another kid from New York here. And you're like, Who? And they said, His name is Hollywood. And you yelled from like the other room, Hollywood. And I was like, Who's that? And then we've been thick thieves ever since. Um, how, man? And I, I, I'm trying to find some inspiration from you because I don't know how to do it either outside of. Um, how do you? Raise your kids in this climate to be like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't even know how do you raise your kids in this climate to be. I don't want to say to see colorless, but to just
1: embrace everybody. You know, it's 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 a tough question, and and I'll say, you know, what I've one of the things that I've learned, and and it's really been taught to me by my wife, is that you know, to say that you're colorblind or to try to teach your kids to be colorblind is not the right way to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my daughter and sons first, I'll say best friends in their daycare here, um, were black kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, my, what I was wrestling with is do I point out to them that those kids are different mm-hmm. because they don't see it different. They just see another kid that they were friends with. Um, but I, you know what, man? It, it's what I'm learning now is it's important to realize that even though I see you, you're my boy, you're my equal. You know, I I could care less what color you are. That there's things that you've experienced and things that we've experienced together mm-hmm. that I didn't, I never even came close to understanding how I experienced it and how you experienced it. Like we were coming back from sheets one night and I got pulled over. Yeah. I was hammered. Yeah. You were not. Um, you know, you got in the driver's seat and you drove us home. We got out of it, whatever it was. But for me, for us down in, in the middle of nowhere, PA, after seeing what's gone on in the world, that could have went down completely differently than the way it went down. Yeah. And I never – Until and I'm telling you right now, I think about that night because until what's happened recently, I've never even thought about that night. But for me, I was just scared because I was driving drunk. I was an idiot. I never thought about how you may have viewed that entire situation, you know. And you may not have you may not have viewed it any differently. You may have been like, "God damn! Like we're, we're we're just fucked because Vince was driving drunk." But, I never thought about it from your perspective, and I think that's that 's the whole thing about what we 're going to try to do with our kids i don't we don 't live right now in uh in a in a very diverse area mm. you know there's mm. you know there's some spanish families there's some black families, but there 's not a lot mm. um, it 's not like living in Yonkers or growing up in nurse shell or something like that where you know you just you just that 's what it is it 's diverse. Um, you know, so it's, it's something that we're going to try to learn and we struggle with. We're trying to, like I said, my wife believes that we should teach them, you know, that people are different and they're going to have different experiences, even though it could be the same thing that you're experiencing. I'm having trouble with that because like I said, is it like, do I point out to my three year old and my five year old that these, that these kids are different because to them they're not, you know, so it's 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 tough man it's a tough balance and like I said I grew up in a diverse place so I just assumed that like I was I was all good like I have friends that are of all different kinds of races and backgrounds um but I but I'm not like I I, you know I don't I just never thought I was never empathetic I never thought about the way people viewed or had to act in certain situations and that's I think that's what I'm trying to learn and I think as I learn is you know is is how we'll we'll try to teach them. Um, it's
0: amazing that you bring up uh, that instance in Anvil because you're right. I never thought about it until you said that. It doesn't now. I go back and say, oh, that could have ended completely different. Mind right. you, while I was there, I knew I was in a school in Central Pennsylvania. I knew like <laughs> it, was, it wasn't the best climate for diversity. Yeah. I knew that, but I never thought about that that night. My only thing was, oh, shoot. I don't want Vince to get in trouble with <laughs> But with you saying that now, me going back in retrospect, having this knowledge and still not having that at the forefront doesn't change me saying, shoot, if I look at that same story in today's lens, that could have ended completely different. Yeah, And I was actually uh, doing something with my son about the ugly duck one. And we were reading, reading the story. And we got to the point where uh, I think it was his brothers are making fun of him. Because he didn't, and I said, I was looking, I was like, oh, shoot, this is a perfect opportunity. But I said to him, I said, well, that's not nice, right? Like what they're doing isn't nice, right? He goes, no. I said, why is it nice? He goes, oh, because they're making fun of him. And I said, yeah, just like, you know, you make friends at school, he's the only black kid in his class. Really? He, it's, a diverse, it's a diverse class. He's in with like uh, Spanish people and um, some Indian people, but he's the only black kid. Yeah. And my son's light-skinned, so he don't, he don't really pass, <laughs> pass the color test. But I was saying to him, at the, I was saying to him like, with the help of the story, yeah that's not that's not nice you're supposed to treat everybody the right way right And he goes yeah and i said yeah just like you have friends at school like this person and that person and you don't treat them wrong because they look a certain way and he goes yeah and me and tiffany had a conversation and both of us were like our parents never talked to us about race like it was something that we were not brought up around but she had white friends I had white friends, her yeah. dad had white associates, my dad had white associates. There was never a conversation about race. It was always like basic human decency. Just treat people like the way you want to be treated. And that's one of the things I keep saying, all right, that's that's what you're going to have to instill in your kids. Like, manners don't just go to people that look like you. Manners is for everybody. Like, yeah. please, thank you for everybody. Somebody holds the door for you, you say thank you. Like somebody gives you something, you say thank you. It doesn't matter what the person looks like. I'm trying to find this clip so I can share my screen with you about this um uh, this father who's showing his kid. He's showing him different pictures, and it's a, uh, it's a, it's a white guy talking to his little son. Uh, and he's like, it's pictures of like uh, black and white kids together.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he's like, what do you see? And the son's like, oh, two kids playing. And he goes, what else do you see? Oh, this, uh, she's hugging his friend. Or he's sad and all this other stuff. And he goes, that's all you see? And the kid's like, yeah. And he goes, good job. And the kid like, they, they have a high 5 i I'm trying to find a video yeah. so I can play it. But it was one of the like more sincere videos on the internet that I've seen uh, in, in the past
1: couple months. And I was like, that's it. That's it. That's it. Said, like, no, You're right. And it goes back to what you said about just having basic human decency, learning your manners, knowing your manners. because, And that's what I struggle with, is if you do that and you just have, have them just be respectful and treat people the same, that's the kind of answer you get. Yeah. You have to actively teach hate. Yeah. You have to actively teach that people are different and that you shouldn't like them because they're different. You know, if I if we just went about our day, went about raising our kids the way that we, you know, think they should be raised with, with good manners and knowing right from wrong. If everyone did that, I don't think that there would be these kind of issues. But you have to actively teach. You know, there's no – no child is born racist or, you know, or with hate in their heart. You have to actively teach that. So, you know, but it's a lot easier said than done, man, because there's a lot of people out there, unfortunately, and it's going to go beyond our lifetime, that will continue to actively teach that to the the young. I mean, it's – and it's sad.
0: One of the things that I – what sticks out to me most about um, my father, and we bring it up, I, I, somebody else said it. And I was, around, uh, I was around somebody else. They were talking about my father in, in regards to me because I went on vacation. I went on a church vacation. My father wasn't there. And the preacher who my father knew, respected, all that other stuff, he, he would laugh and joke with me because he had the same relationship with my father. And he said to me, you used to say all the time about your father, man. Some white folks raised him because like, just the way he talked, like, how he uh, carried himself. <laughs> that, like, that's one of the things that I remember, like, young, I'm like, and I was, this is when my father was alive. So I, I laughed at it and I'm like, and it didn't hit me until later. I'm like, oh, because my father told me he worked at banks. He worked at country clubs like but he also
1: lived in the projects 112th street yeah but even like a statement like that like i question it's like why because he was super proper like Mm -hmm. like the joke is oh he he had to be raised by white people there's plenty of white people i know man that are not proper or well-spoken you Mm -hmm. know so like it's not you know to make the joke it's you know whatever it is it is what it is but like that's like the kind of those are the kind of stigmas that we just gotta we gotta get past. You know? I've met your father, yeah, he was extremely well spoken, you know, and, and it probably was because he was raised right and he was around, you know, proper people, whether they were white, black, okay, well then I mean, he turned out alright. So I don't know how he was raised, but he turned oh, out just, my, I don't I don't wanna I don't
0: wanna, <laughs> shoot, you wanna, want wanna be down a shoot, but uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, so we wanna go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But um <laughs> You know, like, I, I think it's, and you can you can learn to be that way if you have to be that way in certain situations. So he probably taught himself, you know, how to be, you know, to be proper. You know, you can be them black, white, purple, brown, yellow. You can be proper. It doesn't matter what color you are. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I
0: remember your, your, your good friend Markowitz, uh, your college professor, Yeah. <laughs> Marco, My buddy
1: Leon, he's, he passed away, man.
0: Did he, he did, did a few years back? I I remember at one uh, spring fest, and for those that can't get into this little bromance, you are about to do uh, reminiscing. But he was a teacher that was a stickler and just like a a dick. If he was will. a
1: dick, that's it. That's the right word. He was a
0: dick, huh. and I remember one uh spring arts, he came up to me and he was like. You know what I admire about you? And I was like, what? He goes, that you got street smarts and book smarts. And that's gonna take you very far in this world. And I was like,
1: "Markowitz, Saying that to me? Outside of class, he was alright, man. He was my advisor. Outside of class, he was an alright guy.
0: In class, he was a complete He was the worst. Yeah. Can't wear tube socks in your videos, or it's automatic no. F. Just but you know, that kind of prepares you for the real world, so to speak, to let you know, like, dude,
1: I, I had been in the workforce about two years and I emailed him and I thanked him. I thanked him for everything he taught us because I got into the workforce and I, and and I saw people sending emails with like just grammatical errors. And I saw the way people spoke and I'm like, and I didn't do any of it. And I was shocked. And I emailed him and I thanked him. I was like, look, I, you, you prepared me more than I could ever have been prepared for, for the workforce because of the stuff that he, the crazy stuff he did. He was, uh, he was hard. And in class, he was like you said, he was a dick. But I had, like I said, he was in the, my advisor outside of class. Like you stepped a foot outside of that classroom. He was an all right guy. Yeah. And for him to compliment you like that, I mean, it, it, it wasn't just off the cuff. He had taken, he was watching.
0: But that's what, that's what kind of surprised me about it. Because I remember him calling me out. Cause I had, ankle socks on one day they were black ankle socks and, they were socks and i was trying to get over and at the end of my presentation like i got i made it through he didn't say a word i got back to my desk he goes <clears throat> and i look back at him he pulls his pant leg up like tugging on his pant leg i'm like what a dick like you yeah. all that and now you're gonna beef about my ankle socks but yeah. like I, I never saw the guy as like a oh, people would cry leaving this class. People yeah, yeah. It was never that serious. serious. I, I, I never looked at it that way. Like, I always was like, all right, well, you're giving us the rules in advance? Cool. Now yeah, we go through the semester and, like, something happens where there's an infraction. We already know the consequences
1: because you told us. Exactly. It wasn't never a surprise with him and it was never personal. That's, yeah. He's just trying to teach him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... What's
0: customary here, Vince, uh, I didn't prepare you for this part, and it's quite all right. But we do a show that you're either watching or uh, have fallen falling in love with recently uh, as a recommendation for people that are listening. So what is a show or movie that you would suggest someone take a look
1: at? Oh, my God. What was the show that I... Um... I watched it in like a week. I was staying up to like 3 o'clock in the morning to watch it. Um, oh. It's on Netflix. It's about a football player. Is
0: it uh, not the program? Not, um, hold on. Oh, what? Was it one season or Two. Two. Okay, Anna, All-American. Yes. Somebody do
1: that one already? No, I, I just know that okay. when you said the yeah, season. Like, that was, that was, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Kristen would come downstairs, literally she'd go to sleep and come down at like 2.30 in the morning. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can't shut this off. <laughs> I, watched, I watched two seasons of it in like, in like two weeks. <laughs> it was, it was so good. And I'm like, I Google every day. I'm like, one season three coming out, one season three coming out. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was sick, and it, it's actually—I I mean, it's n- not funny, but it's ironic because a lot of that show deals with a lot of the issues that are going on right now. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a good show, man.
0: Okay, old American. Ah, all right. Um, my personal suggestion to you—not for them, but my billions—I think you'll. I, think I gotta most- get into it.
1: Um, there's a movie, Molly's Game. I seen that. That's a good one. That's a good movie.
0: Molly's Game. I watched it on a plane, going to California, and I remember wanting to watch it going back to coming back to New York because I was like, "This movie's awesome." Yeah, Molly's it's a true story.
1: Game. Is it? Yeah, she's that's she's a, she's she's a real person. Hmm. Yeah. I want to know who she, who she had at the games. The, um, I don't know the, uh, who I think, I actually think one of the actors that was at the games was, uh, Topher Grace, the guy who played, uh, I think he might've played like, he was one of the older Spider-Mans. Okay. Um, but I think he was actually one of the actual people, but yeah, she, that was, that's a true story. She was actual skiing, like Olympian. Um, that ran that game for a long time. Yeah. Do you still play? No, I played in like a, a like a charity tournament a couple weeks ago, but it's tough, man. I when I would when we would play, I, me and, and my friend Mike Tachi would go up to like Foxwoods for like a day, or go down to AC for like a day and play for like you know ten or twelve hours. I don't I don't have that kind of time anymore. Tachi. <laughs> Give <me a> break. <laughs>
0: How was it? I'll, I'll I'll get off the line with you about uh, all those guys later. I did run into Hamill in New Row.
1: Yep, he was on the phone with me when you did. Did you know that? Yeah, because he was like, I'm on the phone with Vince. I had to cross check, make sure it was you. He was like, Would Hollywood be going into North End Tavern? I was like, Yeah, he might be if he's doing the Uber eats. And he was like, That's definitely him. I was like, All
0: right. I was I was on the phone with somebody, so when he said. I got Vince on the phone. The guy that was on the phone knew who he was. he goes, oh, I know him. And I'm like, yeah, that's Tozo." Like, crazy how all this happens. But, yes, uh, All-American for you. Molly's game for me. Uh, I appreciate you coming up here. I don't want to keep you past your bedtime. I enjoyed
1: the conversation with you. I hope you enjoyed it. I did, man. Thank you. Seriously, I, I, I didn't think it was going to be this, uh, this easy and smooth, but I appreciate it. I'm happy to do it. I don't know. I didn't, I don't know. It's me. I don't know. I'm, yeah, it's you and I'm, I'm awesome. So I, I should have expected this. I don't have. You should have. I'm happy to do it again. Just give me another topic.
0: Also, I would never duplicate topics. I actually want to get, I have this idea and I think I'm going to do it. I want to host a couple's game. Don't got to be a
1: podcast, but a couple's game night sort of time, kind of thing. Oh, hell yes. My wife gets extremely competitive, though, so just warn the other people that's that fine. she'll talk shit. I mean, we're not. she won't be here to make friends. That, I'm not
0: either, and that's in my own house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> in my own house. But, yeah, I, I'll look to set that up probably uh, over a weekend or something Come right. soon before everybody goes back. But, yeah, let's do it. All right, man. I'm game. Tell so Chris I, said, I love lover. I will.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
0: No, I thank you. I thank you. You're awesome, but you know that already. Um, don't stand up so the people can see that you're not wearing any pants. And <laughs> we'll end with a cheers and we'll get out of here. All right, man. Sir? Get your excuses ready, people. Although you're not going to need them because you've been home for four months, just build them up so when you go back to work, you can let your boss know that uh, you have a whole new host of excuses to call out. Um, I actually just before you leave, what's one? This is not going to go to your your coworkers, but what's one excuse that you keep in the talk that you can't wait to use when you go back?
1: To do what? To get out of work? Yeah. Oh my God, my kids are my kids are my go-to, and now. Sienna's probably not even going to school. She's gonna be distance learning to start kindergarten. So she'll be she'll be my number one.
0: Ooh, I like that. I kill off relatives all the time, but that's you, 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 you. just
1: wonderful. I don't. I I I did it once, and Kristen told me she's like, don't do it because then when it happens, you're gonna feel terrible. No, I only use but... dead
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> only use the one that's already gone.
1: (laughs) Yo, man, how many uncles this guy have? They're all dead. Oh, man. All right. Respect. You got to do what you got to do, man. (laughs) No, but
0: uh, kids are definitely, they make it easier.
1: Oh, they make it easier. You could use them for, I mean, you just want a day off for a sick day. Just say one of your kids is sick. Just that simple. No, No one's questioning that. No, kid got pink eye. You know what? Kid got pink eye. Corona is definitely going to be an dirty, <laughs> dirty little bastard. let stink this pink eye. Yeah, pink eye
0: and Corona. Hey, this kid. Hey, my my kids tested positive. He got that. He got that. Corona. So, man, I thank you. I appreciate you. I'll let you get back to your evening. Uh, I appreciate you much. Love you. Talk to you. Love soon. you too, brother. All right. Talk to you later.